it is the 21st century. There are officially too many video games. But out there in the universe, it's waiting. The best video game you've never played. Welcome to the best video game you've never played, the podcast where I, stand-up and improv comedian Lewis Dunn, invite my guests on in the hopes that they will bring on the best video game that I have never played. I then play it for a week, report back to them and decide whether or not, yes, they were right, it is the best video game I've never played, or in fact no, and that they've wasted a week of my life, but that's okay, because if I go outside of my front door, the police look at me funny. This week's guest is Caitlin Powell, the co-host of the podcast Queers Gone By, a show where two very funny and, let's be honest, pretty queer people review nostalgic children's television. Uh, Caitlin's co-host is uh, Kate Butch, who is a drag queen, uh, and the two of them are an absolute right to listen to. The show is very funny. Uh, It's like spending time uh, with two of your wittiest and uh, most interesting friends, uh, which makes me now realise I've disparaged quite a lot of my other friends. So uh, I'll live with that decision. The game she's brought on is, well... It's a little bit sus, but let's just say this. uh, I definitely think it was worth calling a meeting over. Let's find out what it is. Hello, Caitlin. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I am conflicted this week, (laughs) Caitlin. I am very conflicted. I don't know if I can trust you, frankly, because I have just spent a week playing the game that you suggested to me. So why don't you tell our listeners what you assigned me to play this week? So I've chosen what is ostensibly a multiplayer deduction game. In practice, however, it's less a game, more a fascinating social experiment. And it's the game that has saved my 2020 social life and is currently saving my 2021 social life. It is, of course, Among Us. Yes, you have brought 2020s... 2020's uh, Game Awards Multiplayer Game of the Year. So you mm-hmm. have brought an award-winning game onto this podcast. Uh, and like as you said, it's it's been a massive hit in 2020. It's uh, it's it sort of become part of the zeitgeist of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, what, are you, what is Among Us? How, how does one play Among Us? Oh, Among Us... The, um... Well, it depends how you're going to play it. But if you're, if you're just on your own, you don't have other people to play with, you go into a public lobby, which is an absolute bloodbath. I'm sure we will get into it. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you choose your little colour, because every little spaceman has a colour. Um, and you choose your little accessory. I always go for brown and a little bear hat. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then um, you're all little spacemen on a spaceship that's careering somewhere and you've all got tasks and uh, you've all got to complete them in a certain time, but you can't see who's actually completing tasks and there is one, two or three uh, imposters whose job it is to kill the little spacemen uh, without them finding out. And occasionally you can report a body or you can call a meeting if you think someone is being sus, to use the lingo. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think I think that's it. Is that it? Yeah, that's more or less it. If you want it, if you want it even in a nutshell, it's the game Werewolf or Mafia. Yeah. Uh, but expanded to being like a, an online lobby where you can play it with other people. Exactly. Now, here's the, th- here's the thing, Caitlin. <laughs> you and I have a history playing Werewolf. <laughs> You and I know <laughs> that I, in particular, can get very annoyed at the game Werewolf. Um, however, yeah. Among Us Among Us has one of the most interesting curtails uh, in terms of making sure that I can't get too mad at it, mm-hmm. which is that uh, you have to type in order to talk to other people <laughs> in this game. By default, I'm assuming you can set up your own Discord chat <clears throat> and you could probably do it through a, a, a voice just voice chat at the oh, same yeah, time. Oh yeah, that's what they do on YouTube. That's how the pros do it, I believe. But, and I'm going to have to draw a strong line right now in the sand when it comes to me discussing this game, oh. which is, I am going to be reviewing the game Among Us. I am not going to be reviewing the concept of having friends. <laughs> because I 
because I think one of the problems I've had so much of this game, when you suggested this game, there was a part where it was like, no, I haven't played Among Us. I should, I should take it on. It's an interesting thing to discuss. It's one of the biggest games of the previous mm-hmm. year. I was shocked you haven't played it. Yeah, well, I think I think I downloaded. I literally this is the this is really embarrassing, Caitlin. I downloaded it for my mobile phone. I then played it in the mode where you were by yourself, just so I could get the hang of the controls and oh, get the yeah. hang of how to do the tasks. And then I uninstalled it because I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't bear the embarrassment of trying to join a public lobby, and yeah. I just thought I'm not going to convince anybody to play this game. I don't want to convince anybody to play this game with me. I would honestly, I would posit that this game isn't about having friends. This game has never more, like, uh, perfectly made me aware of my own loneliness. (laughs) There is something about sitting in your bed alone with 14-year-olds screaming, it's green, and it's not green, you didn't do anything, Um, and then you get booted off. That is so perfect. That I, I don't know, I don't think it's anything to do with friendship. <laughs> I find it fascinating then that my interpretation... So here was the thing. I, I, You said play it in public lobbies. I also thought I'm going to have to play this with friends because I obviously the dynamics... Of- oh, did you play it with friends? I did manage to play... Did- well, we'll get to that, but I did manage to play it with, with friends a bit, but I did mostly play in public lobbies. I should also say I played it across two different platforms because I had the mm-hmm. option to, so I thought it'd be interesting. So I played it on my mobile phone <laughs> and I played it... And I played it on PC. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, yeah, I got it on the on the Xbox PC Game Pass. It's included alongside like all of the Halo games. You can also get Among Us. Lots of jumping through holes, right? You can vent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. I don't you fuck can. all about Halo. Sorry. <laughs> It's also, not mostly jumping through holes. For anyone <laughs> listening, Lewis has invited me on this podcast fully aware that I know fuck all about gaming. Yes. I, I, in all honesty, I asked you onto this podcast. And there was a part of me that was just interested to see what you would suggest. And not only did you manage to, as soon as I asked you, come up with two games I hadn't played. I was like, oh, okay. Well. It's because I don't play games, Lewis. <laughs> My first suggestion was no, Animal you- Crossing. <laughs> Which was, which is currently one of the best-selling video games of all time. And it's fantastic. And it is. And I was unwilling to spend £50, but I was willing to download it for free. (laughs) Commit to the bit. I might might end up doing Animal Crossing another time, but you also suggested Among Us, and I was like, well, I can afford Among Us right now. It is like £2.50, yes. Anyway, sorry I interrupted. Yes, yeah. The point I was making was, this, this game's not... So there's a there's a, obviously a term in video games known as casuals, like casual gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's usually derisive. It usually refers to people who sort of bought a Wii with Wii Sports and then never touched it ever again. Sure. Or, you know, people who play like Bejeweled or Match 3 games on their phone. But right. Among Us, I don't think, qualifies as that. I think Among Us has absolutely entered the full like video game spectrum of even games that some of like, the biggest streamers right now yeah. are playing Among Us. It's not... It's not evaded mainstream popularity at the expense of hardcore credentials. Yeah, there are like competitions. I was watching today. Okay, this is going to out me as a massive lame. I was watching today like a proper Among Us competition where like there's two, like 25 grand at stake. Like pro gamers do this. (laughs) That's sad on a different level. Um, (laughs) That's not even, I'm not, I don't even think it's sad that you're, I'm just sad that exists. Yeah, it is quite... I was watching it like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, because so much of it is chance. There is so much skill to it on a certain level, like some of the players. Um, mm. But for for most of us, it's just like someone walks in on you with a dead body. Like that, you know. Yeah, so I wanted to make this point about Among Us is a cultural hit and it, and it deserves... So as a result of that, I'm not going to pull any punches when it comes to critiquing this game. I really wanted to make that clear up front. Because That's if fine. I'm going to talk about if I'm going to talk about Among Us as a video game that released in 2020, I don't think I've ever personally subjected myself to something so infuriatingly <laughs> broken. Wait, you mean in terms of like the concept or the technical game? What's broken? All of it. All of it's broken. <laughs> I'm thrilled. All- I can't I can't begin to express my frustration with Among Us. So right, let's go from the top. Let's let's Lay talk about the me. video game as a video game. So the premise of this game is that one of you, as you say, is an imposter. Mm-hmm. 
they can kill people and the rest of you have to go around doing tasks. Now, as you said, there's no way to discern who is or isn't doing tasks or indeed what tasks people are supposed to be doing. Uh, I'm not even 100%. I'm pretty sure you can also be assigned the same task as someone else. That, I would say, that is one of the few ways to tell. Like, if you... Unless someone is copying your movements, which I guess Mm. is a possibility, you kind of know if someone's genuinely doing the same tasks as you. So that's a way. And you can also see the bar going up. So if someone moves away from a task and the bar hasn't moved on, then you know they haven't actually done their task. Or the game's glitching. Oh, that is always a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the thing, is the core mechanics of this game. If you are a crewmate, Mm -hmm. you basically might as well just go and do your tasks and hope you do not get killed. If you are the imposter, you might as well walk around the thing. Because it's not like if anyone sees you walking between locations, you're suspicious. Um, And then hopefully catch one person off guard, kill them and run away. Are you talking specifically about lobbies? Because I've played with people who are a bit more like, like, they'll like track your movements and like, they'll be like, but you were walking from this place. You know, but it- that in itself becomes part of a double bluff, doesn't it? That sort of builds on this idea and builds on this idea. So I think ultimately, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe there are people who are better at this than I am and who understand this better than I do. I don't think there's any way to be good at Among Us. I don't think there's any skill that you can obtain that will make you suddenly better at this video game. Certainly when I played it in public lobbies, I think the the only thing you can strategically do as the imposter is make sure that you are killing people who are unsupervised and make sure you don't do any of the things only the imposter can do in front of people. Because as soon as you do that, someone will call a meeting or someone will spy a corpse and then you enter the second phase of this game, or what I like to call the hellscape of other people, which is... Which is just people yelling colours. It really runs the gamut of the entire human experience, doesn't it? In that one little lobby. It's just... This is the thing. I think this sort of a game appeals to this idea that any of us could be a silver-tongued genius. That, you know, mm-hmm. it, certainly when I've played these type of games in person, when we've played Werewolf in person, when I've played games like The Resistance or a game called Panic Stations, mm-hmm. one of the joys of this experience is that you can drum up paranoia between people, you can, like, start accusations, you can do all these different things, and it sort of it generates this sort of general sense of, like, uh, active social engagement. Mm-hmm. But the problem with Among Us is that you are communicating to someone via a timed keyboard. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, what what paranoia, what silver-tongued work can I do in this moment? I'm like, well, I suspect that Orange might be protested over at voting. Okay. Yeah, I think what you failed to do... Yeah, I'm going to critique your playstyle. Um, what you okay. failed to do is um, learn a trick that I've only learned recently, which is um, how to psychologically manipulate children. And it's very, very easy. You just kind of... Well, like you said, in the first stage of the game, you kind of track where people are vaguely going. You decide uh, who you're going to kill. You go into a room with them and someone else. You kill them. And then when the the little chat box comes open, you scream, it's orange! And everyone goes, oh, it must be orange. And even if they say, no, it's green, you're like, oh, you would say that, wouldn't you? It's really easy. <laughs> but that only smart. works for so long, right? Because... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Especially if um, the imposter... I can't remember what it's called, but if, like, you know, it says, imposter has been ejected, or it, this person was an imposter. If that's yeah. anonymous, oh my God, you can go all night with that, with that kind of logic no. oh yeah no but if it, if it's not then you're in trouble sure um <laughs> sure i'll admit it's not a, a foolproof scheme <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing i think i think this game appeals to that idea of i can talk my way out of any situation which is a fun idea but for it a video also game. It's... brings you crashing down to earth very quickly yeah yeah which you I learn very like. quickly you're not convincing <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's also quite funny because I try, I mean, I've just said, like, this is how you psychologically manipulate people. But also, it's so, just keep quiet. If no one spotted you and you don't need to say anything, just don't say anything. 
and no one suspects you. It's really simple. Whereas the person who's like, it's pink, it's black, it's white. It's like, well, well obviously you're the imposter. You're so loud. <laughs> my my favourite thing that happens is when someone says proof and I'm like, what, are they going to present a document? What, what are we expecting to happen in this moment where you've said proof? They're just going to say, I saw them. Oh, and then we'll be in another situation. Also, you know, I will say <laughs> one thing I have noticed, like gender is a construct tearing apart, but gender has never been so obviously like apparent to me well i'm aware i'm talking about the gaming community so uh maybe i'm on like uh icy ground here but you will always get some dickhead guy who's called something like looking for gf who's typing in all caps and like calling everyone cunts 24 7 and then you get an (laughs) adorable gal or like femme presenting kind of person who's who's there like no, please, ooh, it's me, it's not me, no, ooh, my mistake. It's just like, come on, lads, come on. <laughs> so, look, I feel like we're drifting into the other big problem with Among Us, and I don't know if this is necessarily the game designer's fault, but it is definitely the biggest problem I have with Among Us right now. Yeah. Which is, the people you are playing Among Us with <laughs> somehow don't understand how to play this very basic video game. <laughs> It's it's such it's such a simple video game ultimately. The yeah. tasks you do amount to quite boring mini games that aren't particularly difficult. <laughs> yeah. And like you can figure them out just by looking at them. But what I find I'm gonna tell you a real experience that happened to me when I joined this game. Oh, I have I joined, so many, but yes, carry on. <laughs> I joined a public server. I think it was on PC mm-hmm. and I log in. And we start playing the game, and then within a few seconds, an emergency meeting has been immediately called. So I'm going, okay, something's up. Someone's seen jump in event or something like that. And the chat box pops up, and Green goes, have you got my Gmail, Yellow? Oh my god. Have you got my Gmail? Put it in, and Yellow's like, I can't get it. And then they're like, get your mum to type it in. You can text a Gmail. You can text. And I'm I'm putting into the chat. I'm like, please stop grooming each other. I want to play the video game. It was just... Oh, it was like that. They know each other from school. They are school friends. And I'm here going... Why the? Why have I been allowed to join your? And and more importantly, why are you using Among Us as yeah. the way to communicate with your friend? What a bizarre choice! Of- I I am also never more angry. That, and this is kind of different but similar. When people are playing, I assume on Discord. I don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't really know what that is. But when people are playing like mm. together, but in a public lobby, so there's like three people, and you'll kill someone, mm. and the the little bell will go bell. Alarm will go and someone will be like, uh, green killed brown. And I'll be like, ah, no, because I was in security. And they'll be like, well, that's my sister. And I saw it's like, fuck off. (laughs) Yes. Well, this was was something this was something I was worried about, because one of the things obviously the internal game system works is that once you've died, you can't contribute to discussions. Yeah. Which is how it works in Werewolf and other games of this type. But as you said, if people... If people are talking to each other over Discord, no one's enforcing that rule. Yeah, that's true. No one's making sure that, like, some, you might be on a Discord and someone might die, and then you go, ah, oh, Red killed me. And then everyone's <laughs> like, all right, we'll go, kick, we'll go get kick Red then. We know that Red did it. Yeah. And it, it just feels like... so. But, but I, would, I would posit that games are over so quickly that, I don't know, like, I don't just play one game and then log off. Like, I'll play a load in, in one go. Um, and... You often get, once you've found, like, a group that actually wants to play and is actually playing well, it's really fun, I would argue. It's just getting to find that group, which I will admit, is a nightmare. It is a nightmare. It is a nightmare. But I also wanted to sort of full up address this thing of people going, oh, you're playing it wrong. And I'm going, no, no, no. I'm playing it exactly how the (laughs) game is designed for me to play it. Yeah. So if I'm playing it the way that they want me to play it, even if I played it with friends, I'm not supposed to talk to them. I'm supposed to be isolated from the... Like, if you sat in a room and played this game together, like, on a shared screen, it doesn't work. If you sit and play this game together and you can, you know, you can see or talk to each other outside of the the environment of the game, the game breaks again. Mm -hmm. So you either need very disciplined friends, which, to be fair, when I played it with a group of friends, we, you know, we all figured this out and we all figured out once you're dead, you shouldn't really say anything. Yeah. But... 
when you're in the public lobbies and you you're in this you're in this impossible situation because it is an impossible situation it kind of reminds me of I've done a course in clowning mm-hmm. uh, because of course I have um, I mean, that's your own life choice. I'm not going to critique it. <laughs> yeah, no. I, absolutely nobody I know appreciates it. And uh, I think it's one of the best and most fun things to do, but nobody cares. Uh, the point is, the thing in clowning is that one of the best ways to like set up a clown scene is you basically set somebody an impossible task. So like fill a bucket with a hole in it or like try yeah. and push the wall over. And the idea is the impossibility of the task reveals the absurdity of what's going on. Among Us makes clowns of us all because we're just And trying. you don't like the fact that there's no audience. <laughs> Partly, yeah. It, look, honestly, I understand why this is a streamer's delight, this game. I understand why this is a game that thrives on having a live audience watch you play it mm-hmm. because you just sit there... You have no way of knowing who the imposter is unless you caught somebody. You then have the impossible task of convincing strangers who barely understand the English language, let alone the nuances of deception... And then, and then you're just left in a situation where you're just like, you're just, you're in complete despair. <laughs> you, you brought it up. So can I ask, have you encountered the racist Among Us players? I haven't. Oh my God, it's I haven't actually. <laughs> so. I haven't actually come across any, like I said, that, that Gmail incident is about as, nasty as it got and it wasn't even nasty it was just some stupid children who didn't understand how to set a lobby to private (laughs) this isn't actually like that nasty but it happens all the time and (laughs) you'll be in a chat with some like i get maybe french and german people and uh, someone will call um the the alarm or whatever and the button and um someone will be like es ist braun or c'est brun i guess in french and i'm like wow lads I think I've managed to crack the code. Um, this second level of deduction makes it really tricky, but I think I managed to get it. And then some, like, 14-year-old Brexit means Brexit dickhead will be, like, in all caps, speak English! And then you have to say to them, oh, that they're saying it's brown. So really, I'm, I'm just reaching across the aisle. It really, it's a really rewarding experience to teach these idiots what brown means in German. You don't have time. You don't have time to teach children a foreign language. You've got 10 seconds and then the voting begins and they've decided it's you. It is so rewarding because almost, like, I would say like 95% of the time, the dickhead, all caps, speak English person gets voted off immediately. (laughs) Even if they're not suspicious, people are like, well, get this shit off. It's great. (laughs) Now that's interesting because... So I had a major problem with this game, which was just finding games I could join. The The server browser is appalling. Especially after, like, the recent update, I don't know, a few days ago, maybe a week ago? It just, it's so unreliable. But it's more than I think, I think it's more than it's just unreliable in the sense of, like, you try and press it and it goes, this game's already started, this game's already started, this game's already started. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just, you sometimes you will join a, a lobby and you'll be like, brilliant. And then you'll sit there for three minutes and you're like, why haven't you started the... Yeah. Right? You're, in, you're in charge of this. You need to press start or none of this can happen. Yeah. And it's just like a trap. It's just like a wasp trap and you've just, you've gone in for the honey and now you can't get out the bottle. And you're like, what? I thought honey. What I like to think is that most games provide you with uh, escapism. Among Us really set us up for disappointment in 2020. So well done, Among <laughs> Us. <laughs> Look, we there's a whole I've got a whole thing about Among Us in 2020 for probably the end because it's just such a I don't know if you know this about Among Us and I'm really looking forward to revealing it to you. Oh god, okay. But sure. Here's the thing. I found out a trick, Caitlin, for making this game more fun for me to play. Okay. Which was I stopped joining European servers and I joined American ones because it turns out a common language is important. Oh, I normally play on those, but I find that you get lots of like Turkish games and French games, but on the North American server. Yeah, I I just I just said join North American, and my success rate in terms of not only finding games and not being kicked from them increased, but also okay. uh, when we actually settled down to play the game, we could talk to one another and we could understand each other on a on a level more than as you say, es ist grun. Like yeah. it was. <laughs> 
One thing I noticed as well is on the European servers, you seem to have quite a lot of people who I'm assuming are Russian because they're using the acrylic alphabet. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's a whole thing I'm not going to figure out. Also, some Greek people who also have an entirely, not an entirely different alphabet, but a largely different alphabet. And I'm like, I can't, I can't figure this out. And I feel like, I feel like there's a mistake in some respects in that they've gone, Europe, that is a server location. Everyone in Europe on the same server. And then you're like, this doesn't. This there's a French person swearing at me. <laughs> I don't know. I do like how because obviously this is designed for like ch- I say it's designed for children, but the amount of times like someone will put "How old is everyone?" which is like the most. It's either the language of a twelve-year-old or a paedophile. Those are the two people who ask how old you are. Yeah, I think uh, like over the age of like I don't think I've asked someone how old they are since I was like sixteen. Like it, it's odd. Anyway. they'll always be like this weird thing where they'll be like 14 14 then someone will be like 37 and i'm like oh okay i mean admittedly i'm 24 playing it so who the fuck am i to talk but it's just sometimes people surprise you that's all i'm saying yeah well what's the thing it has it has hit a mainstream audience like i think certainly one of the things that drew this game to my attention was when uh alexandria ocasio cortez played it Mm. with um uh, YouTuber called H Bomber Guy, who, oh, him, and they yeah. did it, and it was like, it was like a political activist stream. It was done to raise money, and I'm there going, wow. So this is a Congress person in America playing with a British political activist on a video game that, as you've said, is ostensibly for children, mm. but apparently not. And I don't, I don't want to necessarily critique that as a thing. Like, you know, I play video games, and a large chunk of video games are designed for two major demographics, which is children under the age of 12 and horny teenage boys. And <laughs> Yeah, I, also, I don't know on how much you've watched on YouTube apart from the AOC, was it a stream? I don't know. Um, but the people who play it, I mean, I don't know enough about like gamers on YouTube, but I assume there must be younger gamers who are like 18. The people who are the most popular are people who are definitely in their like mid-20s, maybe late 20s. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. Well, I think that's largely because there's, I mean, if we're now discussing the the culture of streaming video games, <laughs> there's a lot to be there's a lot to be said for like parasocial relationships that mm. kids form with older people. They sort of, you, it's easier for a child to look up to someone in their twenties. Like someone in their twenties is just in that correct bracket to be someone who's cool but not lame. <laughs> uh, to use nineties terminology, yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think Among Us is easy to understand. It's entertaining to watch. It's entertaining to like watch somebody who's like really playing up to the idea of, oh, I don't want to die. I think it's this person and playing up to the paranoia. But I found when I was sat by myself, even if I got murdered, getting murdered in this game just makes me go, I was about to complete that task. I'm annoyed. <laughs> right, back in. Here we go. Swipe the card. Yeah, we did it. How long did it <laughs> take just... you to get card swipe? I got it immediately. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> me forever to get at the right speed <laughs> no it's not hard you just do it reasonably slowly it is hard it's like and you know why it's hard it's because one of the most famous among us players corpse husband has trouble with it so you want to take it up with me or do you want to take it up with corpse <laughs> who apparently is very popular <laughs> i, I would like... challenge corpse husband i would challenge corpse husband to open the door to their own flat i don't understand why this is seen as difficult because <laughs> you have to do it at the right <laughs> speed lewis the right speed um there was something else- i've played video games all of my life i am used to doing things at the correct speed well i haven't so this was a fun <laughs> challenge for me <laughs> what i would like to say though is there's people like you were talking about how it's like not really you can't gain a skill um in this game I you think... can't. Oh, you know, you can't get better at this game. Is what how I felt about it. Or at least okay. there's a skill ceiling that you eventually hit to the point where the like you're at the mercy of coincidence and luck. Like there's you. There is no way there is somebody who has won a hundred percent of the games of Among Us they've ever played. But then that would be incredibly boring. Like, or are you the kind of person who likes a game where you can you can get to that point where it's a hundred percent? Well, it's kind of the difference between like. I suppose it's... Th- Isn't that too easy? Because then you build up a skill and then you're like, oh, I'm there, I've done it. Well, no, because it's kind of like the difference between playing something like Ludo, which is entirely based on rolling a dice, and playing something like chess, which is entirely based on your ability to play chess. It's kind of the difference between, like, 
playing a random based game or playing something that's like almost more of a sport it's something you can get better at and you can become the best at sure okay but i anyway my my point was i will say that there are like some players like for example corpse for example toast uh i can't what the other guy's name is i think he's charlie greaseball i think he goes by like there are some players who when you watch them they are like aiming to get better and obviously there's no way you can get better at running around a map but in terms of deceptive like timings on tasks and the way they act like i think it's toast i haven't watched enough of these people but um this guy toast is so good at manipulating people and i'm sure there are others and i think that is a skill you can get better at if you're admittedly we're not talking about public lobbies here we're talking about when you can talk to your friends sure but then i mean i think to a certain point the discussion there becomes something more akin to I don't know, like, I don't think that person could be anyone at Among Us. I think there would come a point where, as you say, if they were to jump into a public lobby, their, might, their deception techniques might not work, and someone might just randomly say, it was white, and they're white, and okay, then they sure, get booted, and there's nothing they can do about it. We're, we're, we're agreed that the public lobbies are very flawed. Like We are agreed on that. I'm talking about when you're playing with other people who understand what the game is. And of course, there's well, always going to be unlucky. Manipulating. Yeah, that's a skill, though. But you're very, you're very good at manipulating a certain group of people. Is that not a skill? It's a very limited skill, and it's certainly not the spirit of like. I mean, at that point, are we even playing a video game anymore, or are you just, are you just like psychologically delving into someone's brain and ruining their ability to trust you? Like, I don't know. I mean, the question was never. Is is this a skill that we, like, respect in people? But is it a skill? I think, yes. And also, I've just remembered, there is someone who I've never watched, but I remember someone talking about him, who has memorised the layouts of certain, um, I don't know, like, pathways? Like, what, what the tasks are and what the combination, the most popular combination of tasks is, so that he can do that exact combination and completely fool people i would say i mean part of that is probably a um is it called eidetic memory like a, like a, just a really good ability to memorize that kind of stuff but that is like that's admirable like i can't do well, that I, I i respect that well they're at the stage of of what would be called in like other video games they're basically playing a meta now they're now they're no longer playing the video game among us they are playing a whole new game called How Do I Manipulate the Factors That Play Into the Video Game Among Us. Well, isn't that how all these kind of games end up? I don't know, I think that's quite interesting. Well, no, look, there's definitely, like, once you get to a certain level of professional play, you definitely you start seeing people who, like, get really far away from the spirit of the game. There's a reason that, for example, there's not really such a thing as a mm-hmm. professional Mario Kart tournament. Because one of the main things in Mario Kart is a randomised item selector. So there's absolutely no point in putting up a tournament for Mario Kart because the best player in the world might be hit by a blue shell right before they cross the line and lose the entire tournament. Mm -hmm. Among Us has similar random factors that you can plan around. Like, as you say, you can plan around whether or not you can create a convincing itinerary for yourself. Yeah. Sometimes the game gives you a convincing itinerary, actually. I think one of the options, mm-hmm. you just, you're just you just told, these are the tasks you would have yeah. been given had you been a crew member. But who is paying this much attention? Like, I honestly feel like if you're at the stage where you're memorising the potential layouts of places you can go and do tasks in Among Us, you're playing a very boring video game. Well, then you're, you're a professional gamer on YouTube, right? Like, we're talking about very different games that he is playing to what we're playing. Um... Yeah, and that video game sounds just awful. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, I wouldn't enjoy that, but I can understand why a certain kind of person would enjoy that. Because some people are boring like that. Sure. <laughs> um, what I like about this game is the complete randomness that sometimes you can just be playing and, I don't know, you'll, you'll accidentally kill someone in front of someone else. I don't know, I quite like that. I like, I like a game where you're not always in control of things. But you you can, like, get better at it. Because I think you can get better. Like, when I started, I was shit. Um, I'm not saying I'm incredible now. But, <laughs> um, but you know. What's the thing? Do you, do you think you are 
do you think you are convincingly better at this video game in a tangible yeah, way? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I don't feel like... I feel like I could play this game for 100 hours and get no better at it. But also, you're like a way more experienced game player, so I don't know how much that comes into effect. I mean, if it's literally just the ability to manipulate the controls to move the little man around and do the little tasks, I guess you can get better <laughs> at that. But even then, that's not really I the video don't game. Know. <laughs> so look, look, I've now... I hinted at this earlier, and I want to bring this up because I honestly think Among Us is only really a video game that we're even talking about because we're living in a pandemic. Oh, 100%. I agree with you on that. I do not believe that had Among Us come out at any other time... Well, it did. It did. It came out in 2018 and flopped. And no one gave a fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of why I chose it, because you can't... Like... Oh, here's, here's praying this podcast continues for the next, like, three, four years. Like, you can't talk about this in, like, three years' time, can you? Do you think it's dead after after the pandemic? I am genuinely shocked that there are still YouTubers who post daily about this game. I'm not exaggerating. I mean, I'm shocked anyone... I'm shocked anyone can get... Like, I trend, I aim to make these podcasts roughly an hour long, and I don't think we're going to make it. I don't understand how anyone has anything to say about this game. Well, I do want to hear about your experience not in public lobbies. But anyway, say what you were going to say. Yeah, I just think I just think this video game is it's werewolf. It's werewolf yeah. online. It's been done before. It's been done better. Jackbox has a version of this game in its most recent release. Oh no, not its most recent. Jackbox Party Pack Six is a game called Push the Button, mm-hmm. which is the same sort of. There's an imposter among you, but the tasks are like little um, social things where you bring in like a, f- a few people. A few of them are given the same prompt. The imposter is given a different prompt. And then the everyone has to discuss their answer and act like it's totally normal that they've all given these answers while other people are like, hmm, I'm suspicious that maybe you, you know, your favourite football team isn't from there or your favourite food isn't that. Mm-hmm. That's a much better game to me. That leans way more into the socialised aspect of, you know, can you deceive a room full of people? Mm-hmm. Whereas Among Us, the deception amounts to things like, can I linger by a panel convincingly? <laughs> can I walk around a spaceship in such a way that it doesn't look like I'm trying to find you in isolated <laughs> pockets and kill you? I like that simplicity, you know? I like that. <laughs> I'm just going to say I like everything you're going to critique. <laughs> that wasn't my plan going in, but it is true. I do kind of like how... Look, this is not a game I play... Like, I assume you play... Get Like, you sit down to play a game, right? Like, you're like, I'm going yeah. gonna to focus on this. I play this to zone out, I won't lie. Like... If I'm playing with other people, that's different. That's more social. That's I'm trying a bit harder and I'll try and think up, like, I guess, lies. But if you're just playing, it's just fun to yell. If if you know it's fun to try and persuade the rest of the people who you know it is, it's fun to be wrong. It's fun to be wrong, Lewis. <laughs> it's- so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a, a, a quick question. Did you, when you were growing up, did you ever play, like online flash games did you play something like neopets or runescape no or anything like that um do i only enjoy among us because i had a deprived childhood (laughs) no 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 i'm getting at the idea that i think among us is kind of the new one of those it's the new habbo hotel okay not because they're like similar games. If anything, Among Us is more of a game than something like Neopets or Habbo Hotel. It's sort of it's got more direct action mechanics. I thought a Neopet was a Tamagotchi. Kinda. There was a website. You could do little quests. You could level up your Neopet. You could sell your Neopets to each other. You could get the school involved. Right. Um, but the <laughs> the point is, is that these games weren't really about being video games. These these were games to go online and talk to people you didn't know while doing a mutually shared activity. Mm-hmm. And that's what Among Us yeah. is. Among Us is basically a horrible chat room. <laughs> Look, Lewis, you didn't ask me to bring you a good game. Or did you? I <laughs> asked you to bring the best video game I'd never played. And you gave me a horrible chat room. <laughs> but it's so entertaining. Were you not entertained? Or were you just I'll annoyed? Honest, no, I was... I was largely bored. Well, if you'd played Animal Crossing, like I asked, you would have been entertained. This was actually punishment for not spending 50 quid. I played Animal Crossing back when it came out on the DS. And after like 30 hours, I just looked at what I was doing and I was like, I'm just picking apples. (laughs) 
I'm just playing this because nothing else came out this year. <laughs> You're living the cottagecore dream, Lewis. <laughs> I didn't want to live the cottagecore dream at that age. That's fine. I didn't. I yeah. That's another 2020 thing. Um, but I, I'm really interested because you are so focused in critiquing this game on the lobbies, mm. and they are shit in an entertaining way sometimes, but mainly not. Um, tell me about your in-person, like, not in-person, what's it called? Like, playing with friends experience. Sure, so the playing with friends experience, um, I, I there's, a, there's some people that I normally play Jackbox games with online. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Jackbox, just to say at this moment, if you like Among Us, play Jackbox games, they are better. <laughs> um, so I said, look, I'm, I'm covering this game for this podcast. Can we play Among Us before we play Jackbox so that I can say I played it with some real people who aren't 14 and exchanging <laughs> details how many of them have played it before uh i think two or three had okay. so it was a group of six of us and two or three of them had played before i uh, certainly i'd played before yeah um oh six is a weird number that's not an ideal number already i'm critiquing the way you conducted this experiment <laughs> already i'm giving the game more credit than it deserves <laughs> um, here's the thing we initially started trying to do it and we couldn't connect to the same server it just wouldn't let us. Whoever was hosting would get a code, would type it in, it wouldn't connect, it wouldn't connect, it wouldn't connect. Okay. Um, one of the party then decided that it was their phone that was the problem, so they bought it up for their computer and downloaded it. They then tried to host a lobby, it still didn't work. We then did manage to connect to one another, except the person who had bought the game now couldn't join us, and the rest of us were just... Yeah, I mean, we've all had that problem, you just need to persist, babe. <laughs> Here's the thing, Caitlin, we immediately followed it with a round of Jackbox that went absolutely flawlessly. <laughs> Wait, you didn't even so play it? So I feel it? completely validated. No, we did, we oh, did. Okay. We played it with five people, which oh, is an even worse number to play awful. this game with. <laughs> Here's the thing, most of the time what happened was uh, either the imposter... I played the imposter and I killed everyone. Mm-hmm. Someone else played the imposter and I saw them kill someone else. So I got into the chat and immediately went, it's them, it's them, it's them. <laughs> And they were gone. No, actually, I did it. I No, sorry, I got this wrong. I said it was someone else. Everyone assumed it was me because I went too hard. I got kicked. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> on the final round, yeah. I, this is absolutely bizarre. I ended up going past every other player in an isolated situation. And then I called an emergency meeting and went, I didn't, I passed everyone else and no one has killed me. So it has to be this person. And everyone agreed and I was right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that would happen in a group of ten, though. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think I think I can construct a situation in which you have a nice time playing Among Us. I think we need to get a big... That's just not... No, that's not okay. You can construct a situation where I have a nice time playing literally any video game. You just have to put me in the company of people who like it. Look, the reason I chose this game is because since, like, I maybe December, November, I've been playing with... A group of people who I didn't really know before. I was introduced through one person. Um, and every time there's ten, nine to ten of us, sometimes eight on a bad day, because that's the number you need to have a good game. Um, there are often troubles with joining, but you have a Zoom call. Everyone's on the Zoom call. You turn your cameras off. Well, you obviously have a chat beforehand, so it's a nice social activity. Then you all turn your cameras off. Then you mute. Um, the game starts and you unmute to have like a discussion and like talk about it so you're not typing on that stupid little keyboard no i agree friends are great (laughs) i'm not i'm not i'm not here to review friends i made that very clear at the start i don't think you do i think you need at least like eight people yeah you you can play video games with people and have a really great time because people are great i just don't think among us is necessarily the catalyst i need (laughs) I understand why this game's a big hit. A lot of people are finding out that this that Werewolf is a fun game to play with friends. Yeah, this this game is basically replacement for Werewolf. As soon as I can go to people's houses, it's Werewolf time. Yeah, and and that's a superior game because you aren't under arbitrary time limits, you aren't in a position where communication is being patchy or you're in a situation where you're playing with complete strangers i would vouch to say werewolf with complete strangers is also probably a horrible time oh god oh yeah awful so i just i can't i can't say that among us is a game that i think really is doing anything particularly great 
it's just a lucky game. You think it's all entirely luck? I think it's zeitgeist. I think it hit at the right time. Like, I've been playing with my family. We've been playing Ellen's game, Psych, which is basically a version of Boulder Dash or Fibbage or those sort of games. Uh And the only reason we play that is because it's free, it's on our phones, and it doesn't require that I set up, like, a central host computer that everyone then joins. Like, these are the games that are going to win out during a pandemic. They're free mobile games anyone can download. They're pretty easy to understand, and they let us socialise in a way that isn't just staring down the barrel of a webcam going, how the hell do I get out of this meeting? <laughs> okay, well, I feel, like, I feel like I've caught your drift and where you're headed with your decision on this one. However, I would say, I think, I think you just need to play it with like a bigger group of people. Yeah, the joining is shit. Um, and also, I think you're expecting too much of it. I love this because it's simplistic. You don't have to think too hard. Uh, yeah. I think you're expecting a lot more from it. Here's the thing, Caitlin. There's a reason I'm going very, very hard on Among Us as a video game. I appreciate that ultimately, you know, the guys who made these, they're a proper underdog. They're a very small team of developers. It was released in 2018 to almost no no notice, not even like a lack of critical acclaim. Nobody even really knew this game existed. Mm-hmm. At the end of 2020, there's an awards ceremony called the Game Awards, where it's meant to be the video game equivalent of the Oscars. Uh It's not really. It's largely a collection of adverts, but certainly the way that they sell it, they, they seem to imply that they should have, like, the same level of prestige as the Oscars. Oh, bless. Among Us not only got nominated for this award... Bearing in mind, this is a video game Wait, that came out award? in 2018. Just for, like, best game or something? Best multiplayer. Okay, yeah. Best multiplayer, which is a big category. Just to let you know what else was in this category. Call of Duty was in this category. Animal Crossing was in this category. <gasps> Fall Guys, Valorant. These are all of those video games, I would suggest, are Video games you can play with strangers, that you can have a good time with them. Animal Crossing in particular, I know, hit a, a similar sort of social itch. Yeah. But Among Us won. And I want to take this moment to express to you my absolute fury that Among Us won this award. <laughs> because, because they only picked it because it's obviously the most popular game on this list. Yeah, welcome to the Oscars, babe. <laughs> But I'm, but that, I'm angry when the Oscars do yeah. it. I'm angry when the Oscars do it. And I'm not going to relent just because... That's not Among Us's problem. It is absolutely... <laughs> look, I am furious that Among Us won this award in this year, uh-huh. regardless of the fact that it also didn't even come out this year. <laughs> but they it's bent the zeitgeist. For this game. It would be weird but- if for best multiplayer, either Among Us or Animal Crossing hadn't won. That would be bizarre. I don't... I mean... Call of Duty, I think, is for idiot right-wing boys. I might be wrong, but that's the impression <laughs> I get of it. The others, I haven't heard of. So <laughs> I don't know, but... For... Fall, Fall Guys would have been my choice. Fall Guys is a hilarious okay, game. I really like sure. it. Sure. I, I mean, I don't know. You didn't ask me on this for my insight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you asked me on it, but it certainly wasn't for that. All I'm saying is it would have been weird if... Among Us or Animal Crossing hadn't won that in this in 2020. That would have been bizarre. Do you not agree? No, because it came out in 2018. It came out in 2018. You can't bend the rules for one video game. And yet they did, Lewis. If you analyse this game into its own right, if you put it into an academic setting, it's a complete mess. <laughs> Luckily, this isn't an academic setting. So all I can say is, wow, Lewis, it sounds like you're critiquing an award-winning the award-winning game i mean <laughs> i am happy to critique an award-winning video game i the the witcher 3 won the most game of the year awards of all time but i still said it wasn't the best game i'd never played i i feel like i feel like when i saw among us had won this award at the time i hadn't played it and uh-huh. i i sort of agree with you i was like it's the zeitgeist whatever you know i get it there's a group that love it they're an underdog. I think a big factor of this is they're an underdog. The guys who made Among Us, Inner Sloth, uh, were basically on the on the verge of completely closing down their company. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like if if like Five Nights at Freddy's won? Is it that kind of equivalent? Kind of similar. Although Five Nights at Freddy's would have won in the year it came out because it was a hit in the year it came out. 
Like I, I, it's such a. Biz- I know that some people we go like it doesn't matter that it didn't come out. It does matter. You can't does it matter? break is your that, own rules. Is that in the rules? Have you? Su- I mean, I feel like you're about to say yes, but have you <laughs> searched the rules? Clearly, it's clearly they figured something out to let Among Us win it. So even if it is in the rules, it doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't, it doesn't matter work with it your rules. <laughs> you know what, Lewis? This is incredibly sus. You are the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> <laughs> Look. It's right. Here's the conclusion. Is Among Us the best video game I've never No, no it isn't. No it isn't. <laughs> no it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> no it isn't. No it isn't. Because you've played as far as I'm concerned every video game and I've played two. So of course that was how this was going to go. <laughs> but look, um I don't I don't want to. I don't want this to come across as super negative. I'm. I'm <laughs> grateful for you coming on this show, Caitlin. <laughs> you don't sound it. <laughs> I hated the game you brought. I will. You can you accept my olive branch that I would love at some point us and a load of mutual friends, at least eight of them, to get together and play this game. <laughs> on the basis that we then follow it up with any other video game. <laughs> <laughs> okay deal <laughs> okay all right well thanks very much for coming on caitlin <laughs> no worries thanks for having me well thanks very much to caitlin powell there for bringing on among us sadly not the best video game i've never played largely because i don't really like it as a video game at all but uh still i had a very fun time chatting with caitlin about this you can have a great time listening to more of caitlin's stuff as i said she's the co-host of queers gone by a podcast that you can find i mean basically wherever you found this podcast it's on every single platform itunes google spotify you'll be able to find it out there in the world definitely worth listening to uh, it really is a very fun laid back and witty podcast it's uh, reviewing nostalgic children's television i will say uk orientated but i imagine most of the listeners to this show are from the uk uh, in fact i have the stats to back that up uh unless they that guy who uh, is in india is still listening in which case hi i'm glad you like the show Uh, If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not subscribe to it? You can subscribe to it on every single one of the podcast platforms. I've checked. If you go to pod.link slash tbvgnyp, you'll be able to find uh, all of the links to all of the platforms for where you can get this podcast. Uh, You can also find this podcast on YouTube. I automatically upload every episode of this show to YouTube. If for some reason you want to stare at a single still image for the entirety of the podcast, some people like to do that, you know? We are all like canaries in a small cage. Sometimes we just need the stimulation of a single image. Thanks again to Caitlin for coming on the show, and thank you for listening, and here's hoping that I'll hear from you next week. Bye!